Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. I'm joined today by Mike Gill, and he has his own YouTube channel, State of Corruption, New Hampshire, NH. He's got some incredible videos. I've been following Mike for a little while. I've seen his videos. I'm like, this guy is a stud when it comes to, you know, revealing corruption. Uh, He's not going to be on the video screen, not because he's trying to hide his his face, but because his phone, wherever he's at, uh, you know, he needs to stay incognito. So he's got expose on politicians, law enforcement, courts, along with treason of the FBI and DEA. He's I've listened to him. He was on uh, Kerry Cassidy's show just recently. Just incredible information. Just so much information. It's going to like blow your mind. We're talking corruption with Mike Flynn. We're talking James O'Keefe corruption. We're talking James O'Keefe, the guy that was supposed to be exposing, you know, all the stuff in Project Veritas for us. So a lot of corruption, a lot of these different places. We need to expose these people that are posers. Mike, thanks so much for coming in. And I know you got you have an outline, and tra- you're going to try and lay, lay this out for people. Thank you very much for coming on. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I want to start by telling everybody I'm going to try to uh, approach this very logically. And everything that I'm going to give you is factual evidence, my experience, and my evidence. So I am a witness to what I'm going to tell you. And you see those videos that I've posted over those years? I ask you to watch those videos and tell me when I've been wrong. That was, I understood at that moment, that wasn't going to bring this corruption down. But as years go by, it's going to show you how I uncovered it, the methodology. And for us to be able to go back and see that the FBI is part of this corruption, the DEA is part of this corruption. Mm. But I want to start by giving you just a brief outline of who, who I am. Some of you have heard of me, and for a long time I was blocked and I was screened. They didn't want, trust me, they didn't want you to hear what I had to say. I had the last Facebook video that I posted had 8 million views, 400,000 comments, and Bill Shaheen sued Facebook and had it taken down. What I was trying to do is build an organization. Okay, so I want to start by simply saying, I come from New Hampshire. I was born in Salem, New Hampshire. My mother was the catechism teacher in Salem, and she was also crippled by, by, I forget. It, she was she was a handicapped woman for years. My father was an ex-boxer, and was a little twitchy. So I was a product of both. Uh, I went to school to be a priest for five years in a seminary. So. And why I say this all, of who we are today has so much to do with what we were, even as children. So I started a business called Mortgage Specialist. And it became, from a one-bedroom apartment, it became the highest volume mortgage brokerage firm in the United States. I then had a secondary business in horse racing. I owned the largest racing stable in the world, broke records across the country, 
became the world champion, beating the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, the sport of kings. And today I'm homeless. I have to look over my shoulder constantly. And I wouldn't change a thing. Because I came to realize there was a singular opportunity. I knew what I was looking at. And because the talent that I had, it became a wealthy businessman, somewhere between 300 and 400 million dollars, was insight. That's how you move and maneuver in business. Well, I approached this corruption and what I was seeing as a businessman. I want to tell you, I wasn't really political. When I ran for governor, I ran as an independent, independent from all of them. My platform was I was going to charge these politicians with treason. I was going to the head of these cartels. I wanted them to have the death penalty. So I made it very clear my approach. So in running this business, there was a Ponzi scheme. It came out in around 2007 and eight. That's really been, it was the, my first domino. Over 400 victims came to me hmm. and said they were losing their life savings. They were predominantly the elderly. Hmm. And when I looked at it and I sat with them in groups, I came to realize that it was Bill Shaheen's Ponzi scheme directly connected with the banking commissioner, Peter Hildreth in New Hampshire. You're going to hear me name names, nice. which is exactly what I'm asking President Trump to do. Mm. So in this Ponzi scheme, Bill Shaheen was the co-chair of Hillary Clinton when he ran for president. Bill Shaheen is married to Senator Gene Shaheen and controls Senator Hassan. Now, both of those senators were VP candidates for Biden. So those things are important because Bill Shaheen is the architect of this money laundering network, this protection network, what I would call the American cartels. And, and that's important distinction, and I, I'll go into it more, but that is an important distinction. So now Bill Shaheen also happened to Ben my lawyer. Listen, when you make, when you become this successful, these people find you. It's like the mafia. They sell you insurance, meaning they'll break your window and, or you pay them not to break your window. That was what Bill Shaheen was. And another gentleman named Alex Walker, who is the president of the largest law firm in the state called Divine Milliman. So now that I, come to realize that Bill Shaheen was this uh, head of this Ponzi scheme. I approached Alex Walker and who told me that it was his Ponzi scheme, that it did involve the banking department and warned me not to move forwards. And my option was is to let the, all these people lose their homes and the life savings at the end of their lives or to, or to seek justice. And that's what I did. I went to seek justice. I went to the banking department to find out that they threatened me with my license. I went to the attorney general's office of the state and, and reported it to an assistant attorney general named Glenn Perlow. 
who then shortly after became the banking commissioner himself. So then I went to the FBI and the FBI threatened me. Then I started going with a camera. Then I came to realize that all this was protected. This Ponzi scheme was protected. And then in time, because I'll give you a shorter version, but in time I realized their greatest fear was not the laundering network, not the, the Ponzi scheme as much as it was the banking department because the banking department became a door into their laundering network. So let me give you now at this point the methodology. How does a state get taken over? Why was New Hampshire picked? Now, there's other corruption, and I'm working with the people of Arizona. Each state has been corrupted. But New Hampshire had a distinction, and the distinction was it was in complete control. It is going to be the model of what happens to this country. And the operative word here is control. Okay? How do the few control the many? By division, by fear. So in other words, this is what happened to the state of New Hampshire. And that's why the Pandora Papers. Now, what people should understand with the Pandora Papers is it was the largest money laundering network ever discovered in this in the world. Not this country, the world. It was over 100 foreign journalists, not domestic, not the FBI, not the Treasury, but foreign journalists. Because understand, part of the, the understanding of money laundering, it goes out, leaves this country and comes back. They make a disconnect. Well, those foreign journalists track this money back. The state of New Hampshire at $932 billion. Just to give you an idea what that means, the defense budget for this country, which is two or three times the world, is $700 billion. Hmm. Understand this. The largest industry in this country is corruption. They tracked three hundred billion to South Dakota. That's one point two trillion dollars. Okay? So now, how you lose a state? You take some of the largest law firms within the state because it starts the control starts in your courts, which is why they can indict Trump, because they own the courts. I need you to kind of take hold of really the size of this, okay? So these law firms, they infiltrated first the state's attorney general's office. By definition, the people's attorneys, they represent your Department of Revenue. They represent the banking department, education, everything they protect and everything they steal on a federal and state level. This is a business. This isn't politics. This isn't Republicans and Democrats. Get that out of your head. They're a bunch of actors. It's stealing and protection. So now, from that AG's office, with those corrupt AGs, assistant AGs, and the AG, what they do is they block arrests, prosecutions, judgments. And what happens is the worst of them 
become judges. That's right. One day, take a look at how many judges are in your state that became, came out of the AG's office and where they went for thereafter. For instance, the Secretary of State in Arizona, Assistant AG. The Banking Department from Arizona, Assistant AG. And that's how it goes. They move their people in place to departments within the state. Now, they become judges. By becoming judges, they control judgments in the courtroom, civil judgments, where you could be targeted as a whistleblower, and I was. You could be protected from arrest and prosecution. And now those assistant AGs, well, they run for political offices, too. That's right. And the operative position is the governor. The governor is turned. Why the governor, too? Because they appoint the, the Supreme Court justice who assigns the cases, assigns the cases, the selective cases, to the network of corrupt judges. That's also part of the control. And I'm going to tell you something else, and remember this. Part of this control is licensing. How many businesses require a license? How many professions require a license? For instance, like a lawyer. So when you turn around and say they can't all be corrupt, no, but they can all be controlled by their license. And then you ask themselves, would they give up their lives and their profession to save you? The answer I found over and over again, no, they won't. So now, understand now, now understand the methodology within the state. Now that they control the banking department, for instance, this guy, I, Glenn Perlow, who I turned over this Ponzi scheme is, he was an insurance defender. He becomes the banking commissioner. What they really are is experts at blocking investigations. That's what they do. Then they take over your secretary of state. Now, the elections, are they fixed? They're fixed before they even start. 99% of the time, they don't even give you an honest candidate. You'll see them go back and forth, but they're just jockeying for position. They serve the same master. So what happens is the secretary of state's office also does it approves trust and LLCs, dummy corporations, dummy corporations. So in other words, hidden ownership, hidden ownership of money, hidden ownership of assets. That's critical. So what New Hampshire became, now understand that these law firms put all their people in place. Then what? Well, then they turn around and open for business. And here's the business. We've got a money laundering network that involves the banking department. We control everything that audits. The banking department, the banking commissioner, the IRS. So this reaches federally. This is in New Hampshire. This is this country. The Department of Revenue. Everything that audits, they control. And it's corrupted. Then they turn around and offer protection. The FBI is involved in this. I've visited the FBI over a dozen times with a camera. 
listen, the average FBI agent makes 71000 a year. You think he's not acceptable to the dark money of cartels? Yeah. I've got a recording of FBI agents working with cartel members that goes all the way back to meeting the FBI in Miami, meeting cartel boats with the Coast Guard, bringing drugs in through Miami to the FBI and goes distribution throughout the country. It involves them. The DEA are partners. You see a video where I bring the evidence of the heads of the cartel, Dick Aganoff, Andy Cruz, that same Bill Griner about who James O'Keefe had three different uh, articles written about he was investigating Bill Griner. Bill Griner is the money launderer for the cartel. He's the chairman of the board for Primary Bank, the bank that is owned strictly by the cartel. Griner works for Bush. He was political, and he controlled the political assets of the cartel and Bill Shaheen. Okay, I mean, Google it. What's the possibility? And who brought me the cartel? Was James O'Keefe, Aaron Day. Five of his operatives worked with me for over a year. A sixth one came in at the very end, very critical end, when I was meeting with the fronts of trucking companies that were moving machine guns to Laredo, Texas, was bringing back children, human trafficking, and fentanyl and heroin. Wow. They have that. They have that information. They have the secret videotapes of the inspector general of the treasury committing treason and putting plants in my office. They had videos of them hiring hitmen to have me murdered. You could listen to it on state of corruption, kill Gill. How much to make them go away? Why didn't you hear all that? The currency in Washington is blackmail and extortion. That is the money laundering of the deep state. That is what's inside the Pandora Papers, not just $932 billion. Again, let's keep thinking logically, people, right? Who owns it? Now, if you had the keys to that knowledge, imagine who you could blackmail. What was Epstein and, Bla- and, and Maxwell but blackmailers? They were money launderers. When they killed Epstein, Maxwell could have gone with her resources and her money could have gone to any place in the world. So you tell me why she'd go to the state of New Hampshire, buy even a house. That's how comfortable she felt. You know who arrested her? Remember those dozen trips to the Boston FBI who blocked the investigation? They arrested her. Do you know who her lawyer was? The same Bill Shaheen on my $50 million settlement the same architect of the Pandora Papers, which she would have leveraged him with. That's why she was in New Hampshire. She was where their money was and she, where she could leverage them. They snatched her up. Shaheen was the lawyer, and nobody had talked to her since. Now, these law firms, they go out there and say, what's it worth to you? We'll launder your money. We'll protect you. And who shows up? But the most corrupt, the cartels, they pay would pay the most. And they pay in dark money, which is much more valuable because they don't trace it. And the launderers themselves are the law firms and the network that they built. Bill Shaheen owns Shaheen and Gordon. 
Alex Walker was the president of Die by Millimat. So they offer this service. And now this service is also bought by insurers, pharmaceutical industry. I mean, look at the pharmaceutical industry. They paid their salesmen and ship opioids to, to, from doctors that prescribed. 80% of addiction came from doctors who went to jail. That's protection. The same thing with insurers protected, big banks protected. But who pays the most? Who's the largest corrupt industry in this country? The dark money of the cartels. The dark money, and, and trust me, the human traffickers and the cartels, people, they're one and the same. There's not two separate industries. There's one. When you're having open borders, it was corrupt politicians that opened those borders. What's coming across now with the borders is human traffickers. It's less about the Mexican cartels and fentanyl, because you don't think. What can be produced by man, synthetic, can't be reproduced in United States? Of course it is. The largest cartels in this country are American cartels. What I told you in the methodology of how we lost the state of New Hampshire, that is an American cartel. Dick Aganos, the head of this cartel, he owns hospitals treatment centers, pharmacies, hospice care, nursing homes. Oh, right. And the largest car dealership in New England, a chain of casinos and strip clubs. I mean, am I the only one that's seen Ozark? Now you think about this. That's an American cartel in the billions, multiple, multiple billions. That is part of that 932 billion in this state. New Hampshire is the vault. They don't have 50 vaults. They have one. Now, Delaware is one also. A small. Wyoming, small. South Dakota, $300 billion. Not quite so small. But four of the six smallest states in this country, again, the methodology, the business of corruption. I mean, it's the easiest to protect. But again, New Hampshire is the clearinghouse. Now, think about this. Let's, again, let's look at this logically. With that arrest from the DEA that I gave them under camera, a tractor trailer, right, 80,000-pound capacity in the tons of fentanyl. The previous uh, largest seizure was 254 pounds. And you see me delivered on camera. You see me name the cartel by names. You even see me tell the head of the office of the DEA in Bedford, John Delana, that he also has to look a mile to his right. And I have 80-foot signs, message centers, eight total, going across highways. You know what I did? I put their faces on the signs, called them the drug cartel, right next to faces of FBI agents, corrupt politicians, and the worst judges of the month. I put them all out there. And then they turned around and tried to murder me three times in 13 days. Twice caught on camera, by the way, security camera. No one's denying it. The FBI is not denying it either. They have the videos. But see, 
I had to do that because they weren't giving you the information. I was outing the FBI and the, the IRS at the same time. So from this, they offered me $50 million. And again, you don't have to question that. There's a video called The List on State of Corruption. You could see it. I itemize it. I turned around and posted the information multiple times. The emails, the, the, the offers, the settlement agreement, the releases. And those releases is the Pandora Papers. The IRS is on those releases. The same banking department, same Department of Revenue. Bill Shaheen, the architect of this, is on those settlements. Again, let's approach this logically. They don't pay you $50 million for being wrong. I mean, it, that those releases is that network. And remember now, I called this out 10 years before people ever knew there was such a thing as the Pandora Papers. Okay? Let's use that logically again. The same deep state money laundering network that I called out to this country turned out to be the Pandora Papers. It wasn't the largest money laundering network in the country as I thought. It was the largest one in the world. And why is the laundering network so important? Because it is the roadmap to who they are. It is the path to winning. What, what made me successful in business was strategy, a winning strategy. Listen, between being the largest volume mortgage company and horse racing, horse racing turned around and was married to casinos. And I put these videos out there. You know, the thing with casinos is wiring. They take bets on horse racing. They were fixing horse races at three and four to one, wiring the bets offshore, you know, drug cartels, politicians, and then they'd win since they fixed the race. And the money that comes back is clean. You see a video, uh, uh, depositions called Married to the Mob, where Penn National offered me $25 million along with Liberty Mutual, who represented Shaheen and the boys. That's another $50 million you see in a deposition. I wasn't even suing Penn National. I was trying to put them in jail. See? That's what it was. That's the depth of this laundering network. We're talking trillions across the country. You know who owns kind of owner of Penn National? Wind Casino. That's right. That's the reach. CG Technology was the wiring service. After I outed it, Steve Wynn resigned. Front page of the Boston Globe. You know what Steve Wynn did? He bought the land from the Costa Nostra. Wow, Costa Nostra, huh? Google it, front page of the Boston Globe. It was my intercepting of those wires, making payoffs to state troopers. Now you know why the mafia don't believe in divorce. <laughs> because one of my informants was married to that state trooper. They know it, so, and I'm not mentioning any names. But you'll see me in the deposition showing the wires. I mean, it's all about payoffs, and it's all about the wiring service. So at this point, I have the $50 million. I then turn around and go to the Treasury Inspector General, Titka, 
and said, you know what? It's their money. I've got the IRS. I turned down their $50 million. So the Treasury Inspector General is what manages the IRS or supervises it, let's say. For instance, the IRS collects the money, you know, like 87,000 armed agents, and then they turn around and it's the Treasury who takes the money and uses the money. So they investigated the IRS, telling me it's the worst corruption they have ever seen in the IRS. What were they charging them with? Money laundering, targeting, extortion, except for they ran a three-year cover-up. And when I received the communications back, it was O'Keefe's agent, Aaron Day, that recorded the Treasury Inspector General saying they put plants in my office. They forget to hang up the phone. And Aaron Day recorded the whole thing. We just incriminated the Treasury Inspector General. Now, I wanted you to go back to President Trump. Didn't he just say about the intelligence agencies? What was I telling you? And then he turned around and mentioned the Inspector General. What do I have under tape? The Inspector General of the Treasury covering for the IRS. So in other words, they know, Trump knows. So hmm. once I went to the Treasury Inspector General, we find out that this was a cover-up. My contact with President Trump was a campaign manager named Corey Lewandowski. I never liked Lewandowski. Lewandowski ratted me out to the cartel. He was connected to Andy Cruz, who was a front man for Autofair. Autofair was one of their largest cartel's assets. They hide their money in inventory, and then they launder their money through financing, right through the same primary bank. Now they're also named in the Pandora Papers. What do they do? They sell their assets. Congress, the Ways and Means Committee, is tipping off the cartels. That's where they sold that asset. And what did Andy Cruz become? The president of the lottery. What does the president of the lottery do? Supervises the casinos and the licensing. Guess who owns all the casinos in the state? The same drug cartel he worked for, and Dick Aganos, who just had a just short, short time ago, had his casino busted for money laundering. You know who the agent was? The same Bill Shaheen. Listen, these guys aren't brilliant. They're just overconfident confident about how their network has everything wrapped. And they're also confident that you're still asleep. All right. So then, Lewandowski, I get a call to go to United States Attorney Lowen. Now, Lowen was just appointed by Trump weeks before. Trump opened that door for me. And that door was the most powerful U.S. attorney in this country. Okay, now you think about this. You don't meet the U.S. attorney of all of New England, except for Connecticut. That was Durham. And I was working with him before you even heard of a Russian investigation. And it's a video called Whistleblower that I recorded meeting with his agents. Durham at the time was investigating mob ties with the Boston FBI. Nice job. He didn't find the mob ties, and it didn't turn around anything happened in a Russian investigation. 
trust me, people, that was a dog and pony show. So now I meet with Lolan in person. And again, you drop your evidence to the FBI, they make the case, and they give it to the office of the U.S. attorney. And Lolan has over 200 U.S. attorneys working for him. But he meets with me, and I have a, a witness with me under camera. I give him the evidence of the Pandora Papers. I give him the protection network. I gave him the corruption in the courts. I gave him the drug cartel, all of it. And again, we don't have to guess because he publishes and I put on the internet the list of evidence that I gave him as described by Lullen himself. So there's no denying what I'm telling you. The Department of Justice, the most powerful U.S. attorney in this country, documents exactly what I gave to him. Okay? Then he says in writing, in the same statement, that he sends it to the Washington FBI and the Attorney General of the United States. At that time, it was Sessions. Later, it was Barr. You think about this evidence and the path that it had to take from a campaign manager to the most powerful U.S. attorney in this country, to the Attorney General of the United States. You think it didn't have credence? It was Trump who opened that door. And you see that evidence? Do you remember when VP Pence was flying in in New Hampshire? I did a video. And that video said that plane wouldn't land the day before. And that plane didn't land. Pence was meeting the head of the cartel, Dick Aganos, at Granite State Recovery. The cartel owns all the treatment centers, and that is also the methodology across this country. They own them all because they're licensed through the state. That's how they get federally paid Medicaid expansion, paying and ripping them off. They turn around and use the patients as a distribution network. That's what's happened. Well, guess what? Pence turned around, has stopped. President Trump said two weeks, we'll let you know. They said the, there was a person working there named Hatch. He was the counselor. He was the face of Granite State Recovery, the largest recovery center in the, not just the state of New Hampshire, but New England. Pence was meeting with the cartel and Sununu. Wow. It was a setup. It was a setup because dark money gets these people elected. That's why Pence turned around. Trump turned around and stopped Pence because he knew Lullen and the AG had my evidence. And, and, and since the elections, Pence has been going back to New Hampshire regularly, meeting with his good buddy, Sununu. Trump knew Sununu was involved because this deal with O'Keefe infiltrating my company, what was done was they took my 106 witnesses against the cartel. They used my intelligence network. I turned around and owned and, and put together. Remember, I was a wealthy guy at the time. I built an organization called State of Corruption. I turned around and made a health center for victims of corruption. I went from meeting one or two a day to every day, every hour of every day, every week of the month for years. Those victims also became an intelligence network from inside the cartel, from inside the hospitals, the courts, 
the Banking Commission, uh, education. I had a hand on all of it. And what happened? O'Keefe made a deal with Sununu. Sununu turned around and had his boy appointed, Jerry Little, a state senator. He wrote a bill. You know what that bill said? The banking commissioner doesn't have to audit if they trust you. As ridiculous as that sounds, it became law. Sununu appointed him as the banking commissioner and controlled the vault. He worked with with O'Keefe to gather that information and evidence to leverage Bill Shaheen and the protection network that he started and the cartel. And they handed him the keys. And in return, they handed them me. They turned around and corrupted a law that the, the, uh, a lawsuit with me and the cartel. Shaheen represented the cartel. He was on my 50 million. He was my lawyer. It was a conflict. When you don't take your 50 million there, they take your 274 million. That was my choice. Again, I could have taken their money and kept my own money. And that was the deal O'Keefe made. They turned around and he had his secret cameras and all this. What did he give you? A woman, 60 year old woman had voted twice. He had the inspector general of the treasury. He had the attempts on my life. He gave me the cartel. He knew of the money laundering network. That was the trade. The trade was they handed the keys to Sununu. Sununu goes to a key. You and your 20,000 libertarians who want a sanctuary in the state of New Hampshire to create your own state. And he gave him the pass. And then that's why Aaron Day is running for president. The same Aaron Day who was infiltrated my company because he's going to then run for governor and Sununu's going to run for president with using the dark money of that 932. But most importantly, all the secrets that are in those Pandora papers. Now, let's remember, Biden's the president, right? This guy's got 40 years of corruption. You don't think he can't be leveraged? I mean, he is the definition. Now, think about this. Biden was going to consider Shaheen, Senator Shaheen and Hassan. His close friend is Bill Shaheen. Hillary Clinton's close friends, most trusted allies are the Shaheens. Where do you think they have their money? In the most protected vault in the world? Protected by the FBI? Their most trusted allies? That's exactly where it is. Now, Sununu has those keys. O'Keefe has the state that he wanted to dominate. He has the opening of that door. And they traded me and 106 witnesses. That's why O'Keefe left Project Veritas when I called him out. Think about this. It's business people, right? Again, not politics, business. What he does is if this comes out, and it could come up, because I think President Trump just might drop the bomb on them. I think trying to have him indict him and through a corrupt court might just push him to Let's say blow it up. But O'Keefe knew all this information and didn't tell you. I gave the information to Lullen. Nullen knows about O'Keefe. He knows the deal with Sununu. 
That's why that evidence went to the attorney general's office. Think about this. Those are the that's number two and number one law enforcement offices in this country. What would be on that evidence that would make that pass? So I turned down that money once again. And I was called to Washington. Epoch Times. Uh, Stephen Gregory was the bureau chief. If you Google, you'll see President Trump saying it's his most trusted media source and ally. And that's who set that appointment. And I met with them several times over a period of almost two weeks with an understanding that they were going to protect those 106 witnesses. And then there was a three-hour interview under camera with Patrick Howley, who was Patrick Howley, partners with Roger Stone, worked for Steve Bannon. Okay, he was part of the Trump campaign. He also, if you Google, he worked for the Daily Caller. He outed Senator Gene Shaheen for leveraging with what? The IRS. Listen, again, let's keep thinking logically. You can't have this many hits and not be the case. They were going to leverage them again with the IRS. At this point, Sununu had the keys to the vault. And Trump knew Sununu had the keys. So what happened was they wanted me to take the settlement. They recorded me every word with my evidence, and they wanted me to turn it over. But they balked on the protection of those witnesses. So I didn't give them everything. They went through everything. And who's Epoch Times? It's owned by a, a Taiwanese religious group. Right. Listen, nothing will get you killed faster than religion and politics. So the thing here was, at this point, I didn't give them the information. Not all, I, They had it all. They took copies of the law. But I didn't give them all the witnesses because they wouldn't protect them. They turned around and told me to wait two weeks. You know what's going to happen in two weeks? I was going to go back home, which I haven't been back home now in five years, and the cartel has my home. But I didn't go back home. If the plan was, I wasn't going to take their money. What was I waiting for? All of a sudden, I was going to say, okay, I'll take the $50 million and I keep all my stuff. They knew I wasn't going to do that. I was going to be murdered in those two weeks. That's exactly what was going to happen. They knew I was going to get killed, too. See, O'Keefe gave them the evidence, but it couldn't come out. Because O'Keefe's the guy that turns around and records you and makes it public. Listen, you can't be a true investigator and just doing it on a conservative uh, Republican position. You want to be an investigator? Listen, it's the Republicans and the Democrats. It's business people, right? That's it. And remember I told you the power of extortion and blackmail? Now think about this. How did Biden become president? Well, who had the keys to the blackmail? You know, the one that Maxwell was visiting. Bill Shaheen, Biden's most protected ally. That's what makes president. That's what wins elections. If they can turn around and blackmail you, Listen, it made Epstein a billionaire. What was Maxwell? She's tied to the Mossad. Her father was 
an agent for the Mossad. I mean, that's what this value is. I mean, that's why, think about this, people. Ready? We are constantly being promised that they're going to release information. Well, who goes to jail? Remember all those sealed indictments? They're all still sealed. We live on promises. We look for saviors. We've got to start looking for ourselves to save ourselves. Yeah. We've got to organize. That's the purpose of what I'm doing. Now, so I didn't release this. And what happened was President Trump loses the election. Like I predicted, I put it in videos that it was, and I was begging him to release this to the people. Now, I can't tell you why the president didn't release it. If there's a strategy, I don't understand it. So the election's over, and he loses. So from all of December into January, I'd say a period of seven weeks, General Flynn, you know, the ex-national security advisor, and Sidney Powell, each of whom spent the majority of their time in the Oval Office with Trump. Trump was even going was, was to make uh, Powell his chief counsel. Well, they were on the phone with me. 330 million people in the country, right? How'd they find me? And trust me, since the cartel and the FBI were on my heels, I'm not an easy guy to find, particularly at that moment, because I'm not quite sure if both sides don't want me dead. And sure the hell would simplify things. So you see that General Flynn uses text messages and email also besides the phone to communicate with me. Now, you don't have to guess again either, because I posted all those communications. The first thing that uh, General Flynn asked me for, remember that $50 million settlement? Remember I told you those releases was the Pandora Papers? Well, he asked for that, and you get to see it. And I posted it on Twitter. I posted it on social media, put it in videos. So how is it that the National Security Advisor wouldn't know better to put that kind of information on text messages or emails? Because they were creating a new timeline after the election. Why didn't we use Gill's evidence? Well, we didn't have it. We just had it after the election. General Flynn gave it to me. Why did they send me General Flynn? Because that I would have respected the military. Because I thought the military was maybe the way that was going to take our country back. The promise was is that they were going to use this evidence to keep Trump in office. And, and listen, at that time, was there something else on the table? And at the same time, the promise to me was they were going to tell you. They were going to call out the FBI. They were going to tell out the intelligence, the DEA. They were going to name Shaheen, the Pandora Papers. And again, it was before the Pandora Papers. This was in uh, December of 2020. Pandora Papers came out in October of 21. Hmm. So it was, so it was a, well over a year before. So did, uh, Michael January Flynn, 6th, did Michael Flynn and his team tell you they were going to release this information at any time? Yes. Yes. And what I'm telling you in writing, in fact, I even said to him, I go, listen, 
And you can see this. I said, I'm not going to give my life up for a lie. You've got to, I mean, this is not political. I go, you've got to tell the American people. Mm. And this is what, and the, the response. And again, you can read it yourself. Ready? I swear. I swear. Wow. So I trusted them. The FBI found me in December 25th, Christmas Day, as I'm alone in, in the Comfort Inn in the parking lot of Golden Corral. Two agents turned around and said, stop talking the Flint. They were listening the whole time. But it also kind of explains why about January 6th, too. Wow. Because I was talking to that group. Right. The FBI turned around, and they came out of the uh, Tampa Bay office. I called Orlando, called Tampa Bay, and by the way, I recorded them, the Tampa Bay FBI office. Mm-hmm. They were threatening me and my children. The FBI. You see me. The FBI. FBI. Wow. Right. And you see me give the information to Flynn's people, too. They said, listen, they stopped me in the parking lot. They threatened me and my kids. So what I'm telling you, after January 6th, on January 8th, it was told me that Flynn wasn't taking no more calls and that his whole team had scattered. And then whatever plan they had with Trump after January 6th changed. So they left me to the cartel. They left me to the FBI, which is shortly afterwards why I had to disappear. Because at this point, I'm thinking each side would want me dead. Yeah. But I knew and I kept this evidence. And when I started coming out swinging now, because I knew the time was right. One, people were paying attention. Good. People were putting the, the, the dots together. I never, it, it, sometimes it's a, it's a strategic uh, withdrawal, but I have never quit. In 16 years, I won't quit. This is beyond my life. This is beyond even my children that I love dearly, which they threatened to mail their heads back to me one at a time. Hmm. I mean, my son was threatened to be murdered, my oldest son. So this is who they are. Both sides know. So the question I have is, why isn't General Flynn coming out with this? You don't hear them deny what I'm saying. You don't hear O'Keefe deny what I'm saying. You know why? Because everything is backed up with 100% evidence. And now even recently, President Trump calls out the intelligence agencies. He calls out the inspector general. Mm-hmm. He calls out the drug cartels. He turns around saying it's killing the youth of our country, and it is. Do you know why Silicon Valley Bank collapsed? Because if you go to Silicon Valley Bank Group, that's the owner of the bank. The group has an asset called Boston Private Bank and Trust, a New Hampshire corporation, a foreign corporation. The agent is a broom closet and a warehouse in Concord, New Hampshire. It's a cartel front. It's cartel money in that. That $48 billion was cartel money. Why did they move? Because they're getting tipped off from Congress in the investigation of the Pandora Papers. Why isn't Congress giving us those names? We're not talking $200 million, not talking a nice round $400 billion. 
We're talking 932. They know exactly who they were. You know that Granite State Recovery Pence was going to visit? They're named in the Pandora Papers. And the people who reported it, three different journalists, are being attacked, having bricks thrown through their windows by the same cartel. Hmm. So in other words, they know who they are. That cartel money, that Silicon Valley Bank, you think that was an accident? What were they telling you? Was the Treasury? I own the largest volume brokerage firm in the country. That's baloney. Why hasn't why did all the banks bounce back? Why haven't we had other closings? So it's to tied into money laundering. You know what FTX was? Money laundering. Mm-hmm. Do you know the four billion billionaires, young billionaires connected to FTX? were all murdered within a period of two weeks right. because they were cartel fronts. Hmm. They just disconnected that connection. And what was FTX doing? Giving money to political candidates. You know who she gave the most money to? Senator Shaheen from the state of New Hampshire. Hmm. The same state now, ready? Again, logically, is ground zero, according to the DEA and Jack Riley, for opioids, okay? Well, we're number one, not in the country for money laundering, but in the world. Oh, we're now ground zero once again. Now, do you know who makes more assault weapons and military-grade weapons than any state in this country? Well, that would be that same small state of New Hampshire. Now, you think about that. That's three for three. Guns, drugs, and money laundering. All in the same small state of 1.3 million people. And if you divide that money up before every man, woman, and child, that's 717,000 apiece. Not bad. You see, it can't happen. Again, logically. The largest business industry in this country is corruption. Now, your banking system, now think about this. All those trillions of dollars are in banks, regional banks, too. That is the risk of a collapse. The city of Miami skyline was built on money from cocaine. We're building a network of not just of the cash of the inside those banks, but the businesses these cartels run and own. Aganos is the largest real estate holder, largest residential and commercial business holders. And that is the network across this country. That's exactly what's going on in Arizona. I'm working with those people. You know what they're finding out? Those dummy corporations. And you know how you do this? You go to each state. But Arizona, and I'm explaining it to them. You go to the Secretary of State's office. You turn around and give them a Freedom of Information Act letter saying we want to know the name of each and every LLC and trust in the state of Arizona, as I did in New Hampshire. And you know what you find out? You find out those dummy corporations. You check the agents that come into a broom closet. You find out who their banks, because their banks will be cartel banks. How much money is running through our banking system that comes from the cartels and human traffickers? Again, it's the roadmap in finding them. 
Now you take that information, you go to the banking department, you give them a 93A. You go down with about 25 people and you have a camera and you see them giving it to them. And it's a demand letter for that information. You take that same information exactly the way I did when I went to the FBI. You see me over a dozen times go to the FBI. One time I brought a lounge chair. I sat in front of the door of the FBI for four hours with a video camera. The parking lot had over 100 cars. No one left the building. I held them hostage. And you see, and all this seems, <laughs> you've seen it on video. You see, they all knew what it was. They all knew I was there. But the people of Arizona, you take that evidence, you go to the FBI with the same camera, with the same people, and you demand a case number. And the world's watching. As the United States goes, so doesn't the world. I'm feeling, I'm talking on radios from England, Australia, Canada, and they're watching. They understand freedom starts here. Arizona can be a domino. And what different, the difference between Arizona and New Hampshire is New Hampshire people are beaten to a pulp. I led a charge, and I'm telling you, I put their faces on signs. I turned around and confronted them, each and every one, directly and challenged them forcefully, forcefully because I wanted them to know and the people to know not to, to be overcome by fear. So now the people of Arizona are at a point where I believe that they're braver and they could be a domino. Go to the FBI with this information and your camera. Go to the DEA with that evidence and the camera. Put them in a position to have to move. And for the people of this country, you call out to Congress and say, listen, we want to know the names of the Pandora Papers. We shouldn't have another election where we don't know if we're putting in office people who have stole billions. Hmm. We don't know. If, and and these, in the drug cartel money and human traffickers, that's the outline. And every day that goes by, they're moving assets. They're covering up. That's what President Trump, he threw a shot over their heads. He didn't, he didn't make the claims of an intelligence agencies and the Treasury Inspector General and cartels not knowing what he was saying. Of course he knows. And I would ask President Trump, drop the bomb. I mean, this isn't about an election. We can't wait two years. These people are moving fast. This is control. The next thing you're going to hear about is a digital currency. They're going to be able to shut off all of you from your money. They're going to have 87,000 armed IRS agents taking your home. That's control. They own your courts. You don't go to the, we don't keep pounding on the same door that they own. We're outside the box. That's what I'm explaining to you. Have President Trump turn around and out these people by name. And again, people, this isn't, this isn't politics. Please, let's all be free-thinking Americans this one time. They purposely divided you. The media divided. You think CNN and Fox aren't both corrupt? They're paid actors. Division is this game. And race and religion, they divide us again. 
again, actors. So if we can't get behind this, ready? The evil of drug cartels. The fact that they're destroying a generation with fentanyl. You know what's coming across our borders? Less fentanyl than you think. It's being manufactured in this country by American cartels. But what is coming across this country is human trafficking and a network of, of Mexican cartels that are infiltrating our cities, Los Angeles, Chicago, Baltimore, Chicago. Uh, think about this. They're not going to tell you the truth, but we're crime-ridden. We're crime-ridden because we're drug-addled. These cartels are street distribution. When you were asleep, you know what they did? They turned around and had cut deals with CVS, Walgreens, and they turned around for, for distributing cocaine. That's okay. Uh, Oxycodone, opiates, over-the-counters. They all cut deals, pennies on the dollar. And now the street distribution is cartels. You know why you don't hear the Crips and the Bloods? Because they murdered them. This is your gangs across this country. It's drug distribution. That's what's coming across your border. At a time, do you think we should have a borders open when we have threats of terrorism? I mean, what about our electrical grid? What about our water supplies? Is that a good idea? Of course not, but that's the power of dark money. They buy these politicians. Those, they buy public officials. They buy law enforcement. That's where we are in this country. That's why, President Trump, we can't wait two years. Are we going to trust another election? Imagine, again, another loss. You don't think, I mean, you don't think they would cheat in an election? Of course. They, never, they generally don't give you an honest candidate. The cartel, you think these people care if you're a Republican or Democrat? There's we are, and this is the important. We are in a war, which is why the FBI infiltrated Facebook and Twitter. I mean, what's the first thing in war that do but cut communications? The ability for us to organize, to speak with one another. That's what they were afraid of. And that's what we've got to do. And get behind the people of Arizona to keep going forwards here. To turn around and demand those names of the Pandora Papers. Stop being fooled. It's time we stop following titles and start following courage. Here's what we are. And I'm telling you, we're in a race. It's every day that goes by. Tell me this. Does it not become more obvious to you? So the game isn't for you not to know that you're being controlled and enslaved. It's the ultimate goal. You're going to figure it out. The name of the game is by the time you understand all this, it's too late to do anything about it. That's your digital currencies. You'll squeeze your family, too. They control family courts. Sununu? There's a thousand cases. It's the new, new youth detention center. There's a thousand cases of rape and abuse. They were all bought by that same AG's office. And this guy's running for president of the United States. He built a ski resort, the largest in the state of New Hampshire, and Google this. 
for money from three terrorist groups tied to 9-11. That's front page Breitbart. All right? How is it that they wear that asleep not to understand this? They're selling their offices, selling their positions. We are losing control each and every day. Do you know when President Trump got raided at Mar-a-Lago? Then James O'Keefe got raided. Giuliani got raided. You know what they were looking for? If you were the FBI and you were selling protection to this network, you know, the evidence that I had, the proof that I had, they were looking for this evidence. That's exactly what they're looking for. The same evidence that General Flynn asked for and the same evidence they didn't get. You know why they didn't get it? You know how you know? Again, logically, Sununu comes out and says, I think I have a drug cartel in this state. Oh, no kidding. That's the one you're protecting. That's the one you're helping launder. You know what the FBI does? They raid the casino owned by the cartel, one of them, and said they're money laundering. Wow, no kidding. You know, and then O'Keefe turns around and resigns. He stole a sandwich from a pregnant woman. You buying that? Here's the deal. The deal is, if Trump blows the, the horn, if the evidence comes out of the Ways and Means Committee, Sununu goes, well, I told you we had a drug cartel. The FBI goes, well, we did raid the casino and come up with a money laundering network. And you know what O'Keefe's Project Veritas says? I told you O'Keefe was the bad guy. Now think about this. How can those, those things not be the case? How can it not be true? How many events do you think happened? I tie in with the campaign manager of Lewandowski. I have O'Keefe working with me with his operatives. The United States attorney, the most powerful one in the country, Lowen, who sends my evidence to the attorney general of the United States, who then the next national security advisor comes and see me. Mm. I mean, hello. I mean, these aren't accidents. These aren't coincidences. And those people, each and every one of them, sought me out. I didn't knock on any one of their doors. Hmm. And why'd they knock on me and my door? It's because of the evidence that I collected. Yeah. And, and I collected it. It seems like what, what they did is they tried to corral you so that you wouldn't have spread it to we, the people, what you're doing now. So, like, I think what you're saying and what we're a lot of people are talking about that I brought on my show is the same thing you're starting to point to. It was, we can't trust these people behind in the political realm in the uh, mainstream media or any media really out there. We have to do it ourselves. And I think that's where this is going. It's beautiful. And you know, something that's exactly what I agree on. How about this? I can't tell you who's a good guy. Mm. In fact, you'll see on the text back with she, um, with uh, Flynn, we're the only good guys left. Wow. And I believed it hmm. then. Right. I can't tell you who to believe. Hmm. I can tell you it, it's up to us. We can't look for a savior. We have to save ourselves. And we still are the majority. We are what they fear. So when you talk in blackmail as the currency in Washington, people, we are the blackmail. You know what they all threaten? To tell you. 
So when Trump comes up and tells you about the intelligence, tells you about the drug cartels, he's telling them, I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell. Well, tell us. Tell the country. I don't know the strategy. If there is a strategy here, because I only see it is what would unite this country is having us and what would organize what what organizes a group of people is a commonality. You ready? I think the Republicans or the Democrats or whatever race or religion we are, we all love our children. We want to have a future for them. If we can't get past, we can't unite on that commonality, then we're going to lose our country. So I would turn around and tell that this, this is what we have to do. That is the path. But it's a winning path. And that's the thing. When I'm not exposing. I'm incriminating. I'm not just exposing. I'm telling you there's a means for us to win. There is a path. And it's finding their money. Remember now, you ready? It's the question that they can't answer. You ready, Biden? Where'd you get $2 billion? Hillary Clinton, where'd you get $5 billion? It's the question they can't answer. And it's the question that we have to ask. That Hunter Biden's laptop, where'd you put the money? Remember his partner, what his partner said? Partner said they put it in an LLC. You know, a dummy corporation. And it's not millions, trust me. It's billions. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Billions. <laughs> right. Millions. Listen, I used to spend four or five million at a horse auction. So I'm no kidding. How about that? <laughs> World champion of the king of sports, the wealthiest of the wealthiest around the world. So I'd ask people, right? Now I'm living, looking over my shoulder, mm-hmm. eating Parkview hot dogs, not even good hot dogs. And I traded that life for this life. Listen, when you put the faces on drug cart- heads of the drug cartel on signs that look like a drive-in movie cinema, you're just going to assume you're going to be dead. And believe me, they did their best. Mm. So what's my motivation? Committing suicide? My motivation is that we had a shot. And it was a long shot. But it was a shot that had to be taken. But you know something? The world has evolved. Each of the last years, now you're believers. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I told you the FBI was corrupt before, you didn't believe me. Nope. I had told you the IRS was money laundering. That your banks across this country are filthy with corrupt money and drug cartel money. You didn't believe me. You're believing now. Mm-hmm which is why now is so important. Very good. Mike, I want to play a little bit of uh, one of your most savage moments so people can get an idea <laughs> you know, how, how you come after these guys. This is brilliant. Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, 
where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. I want, I want, I just, before you play it, I want people to understand. And, and, and please excuse some of the language, but here's the deal. There was a theory behind what I was doing. I was confronting these people forcefully, strongly, and you're going to see how they melt. The same people who control by fear, the answer is to show no fear. The answer is to be in their face, and you diffuse their power. So what you have to understand is is what I was doing was taking away their power, and I was showing you who they were. Okay. He's an insult. You were a big hit on the last one. You notice you didn't mention to the judge how much money we turned down. And you were protecting these criminals. Isn't that right? But here you go. Here's the check. Right? All set? There you go. Thank you. No, don't shake my fucking hand. I'm going to put you in jail. You think after you assholes think this is fun? I have both of your business cards. There's a problem with telling us who you are? You know who we are. No, I don't know who the fuck you are. Now, can I do business guys? For the video, can you tell them who you are and what your position is? We're going to have thousands of people see this. What's your name for the camera? Nothing? What kind of corruption is this? You're employees of the state. I'm, You're just saying I'm... I'm the person who you filed with. <laughs> I hold the office of Secretary of State. Oh, good. We're getting closer now. We're getting closer, okay. right? So, now, what's so, your name? So... I don't even know if you're the person you say you are. I don't even know if you are. I don't know who. What? See, now this is how. Uh, now this is how we straighten this out, Jerry. This is how we straighten it out. Okay. I can show I you a registered voter. Yes, I am, and I can show you a license. See, my name's Mike Gill. See, and this is where I live, right there. Now, who the fuck are you, please? Oh, you want? To... I understand your position, Mr. Gill. I'm going to issue. No, I'm telling you, traditional watch in America. I understand my position. And they go through this courthouse and the courthouse. People understand. Listen, it's a train color. Right? Yeah, I had an appointment this, uh, today with uh, Detective uh, Curley at 630. Is he there? Is he there? I'm not sure. I put you through to his staff. He didn't answer. No. Could you check? Yeah, it's important. Could you check to see if he's there? Another filthy fucking time. Mm. Yeah, uh, this is Joe. Where are you, detective? You're supposed to come and visit Joe Cameron at 6.30. Where the fuck are you? Mike Gills, running for governor. How about this? You're trying to extort another controller, just like before. Oh, you hung up, asshole, huh? There you go, Steve. Mike, that's uh, that's absolutely amazing. So you just went through well, all of, all of those knuckleheads. You went through the politicians. You went through the judges. You went through uh, the the corrupt cops. So I mean, you you're you're nailing these people. It's amazing. How about this? The guy with the check is banking commissioner Little. Remember the guy who wrote the bill? You don't have to audit. That was him. The guy's secretary of state, remember who, who, they destroyed my voter registration so I couldn't be on the ballot for governor. I had to have a write-in. 
was the most write-ins they ever had in history. It would never give us the number. So when that cop, there was a, a controller that worked for my company that they tried to threaten with saying that, that he was a, molested a child. The guy never did anything like that. They were going to extort him. You know who tipped them off and why the cop didn't come there? Aaron Day and James O'Keefe. I was going to meet that cop face-to-face. But he was trying to leverage this poor guy with a bad heart. Mm. They were going to meet me. So everything that you're seeing, and this guy Barrington, but you didn't tell the judge $50 million, He was taking settlement offers for $50 million, and he was owned by them. So in other words, there's no denying about the $50 million. And these were all people. And listen, there's a bunch of other moments, too, including confronting the cartel. It gets so bad that the cartel would hire bodyguards to be around me. Think about this. These guys are mass murderers and were afraid of me. Which yeah, also yeah. should tell you that we can beat these people. That yeah. underneath, they're cowards. Absolutely. Absolutely. You'll, how about this? You'll see me confront Sununu, who's now the guy running for governor, mm. and turn around and say, Sununu, would you like to see the text messages? that he tried to fix this uh, uh, with the Ponzi scheme and tried to open the door for the banking commission to take over. You hear it's called, the video's called Doing the Laundry. Mm. I am telling you, Sununu went catatonic, wouldn't even talk. Mm. Would you like to see the $50 million settlement? Now, this is a guy running for president. Now, think about this. Aaron Day's running for president. Sununu's running for president. I could put them all in jail. And let's not forget, Biden's money, I guarantee you, is in the Pandora Papers. I mean, how many presidential candidates does this evidence have to leverage? Mm. So we have I mean, a, we have another guy that comes on the show. He's from Vermont. It's uh, Kevin Hoyt, and he ran for governor as well. And they kind of, you know, dissed him and everything. But he has been making the point that a lot of people uh, are disappearing, like um, judges and, uh, you know, lawyers and uh cops and everything chiefs chief of police uh they're just disappearing they're not in their offices anymore no one can contact them no one can find them be gone for years are you seeing anything like that how about this the cartel in new hampshire runs vermont and maine mm. and yes i am there goes the connections they're in the pandora papers too they're being tipped off mm. that's what's happening and don't be surprised that people start, now they may be disappearing and some's going to wind up dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, and, and yes, I am seeing that. But that's what they do. They, they start separating them. It's the four, these four, four billionaires connected directly to FTX were fronts for cartels. Mm-hmm. They were all four murdered and within a period of two weeks. Mm. In other words, listen, these guys don't like leaving witnesses behind. And you know what I found? And I have text messages from these people who were moles. All the moles are starting to freak out. Because you know who's scared the most of these network? The people who are in the network. And as soon as I caught these moles, Ted Little, uh, <laughs> ain't going to love that. But you know what? He's out there saying, I, I, I need money to get out of the country. They're going to murder my children. He was a mole working for them. So in other words, so the people that are the most afraid, Dallas Sedgwick, 
She was in Oklahoma hiding in a parking lot. She was one of them. But again, another mole. I am physically threatened. I posted all those communications and text messages. Um, and and that, but that's the national fear. That's what's moving SB uh, Silicon Valley Bank. It's that connection. Think about it. It goes right back to New Hampshire. It goes right back to the money laundering. And think about where that money went, right? Uh, Silicon Valley Bank had 500 Israeli startups. Wow. Now think about this. Most startups go out of business like 80% the first year. Mm-hmm. So if you take all that money and you put it in Israel and all of a sudden 80% of those startups go out of business, where'd the money go? Well, it's all clean. And remember, the money doesn't disappear. It just moves. Mm-hmm. And now it's in the state of Israel and you're not going to know anything about it. 500 Israeli startups. And that, that's what they're telling you is where the cartel money went. And we're Maxwell, who wound up in New Hampshire. She's connected even with Epstein with the Mossad. Her father was 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 a Mossad agent. That's right, mm. Robert Robert Maxwell. Yep. So wow, you my put expertise. Together. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you put a lot. You put you're putting a lot of stuff together. I mean, like boom, boom, boom. I mean, I've been looking at this stuff for a while, seeing all the different characters that are out there playing this game. But you're 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 tying everything together, and I think that's what real good law enforcement, with you know the people basically getting behind them and, and pointing stuff out. That's that's how we start to take this down. And remember, I was a witness to all of it. Mm. That evidence that I've given you was evidence that I had settlements that they tried to give me, communications that I've had with each of these people. So in other words, I'm not speculating. It's not a hypothesis. It's hard facts and evidence. I am a witness to this. You know why I don't speculate? And why you'll find what I'm saying in the videos are correct? Because it's too important that I can't be wrong about any of it. Because then all of it can be questioned. Which is why I generally don't go into other issues that I assumed and can connect the dots. But I don't, because it's not, I don't have the evidence to back it up. So everything that you hear me say is verifiable and factual. And a lot of the evidence I put in videos, I put on Twitter, I put it out there. I want people to see it. I want people to share it. Putting that evidence out there is why I'm still here. Yeah, absolutely. Because if that evidence didn't go out there, they'd bury me with that evidence. Trust me. Mm-hmm. When I went to my, the National Mortgage Association president, it was a setup appointment. They turned around and had a Russian nationalist. The guy was six seven, had hair down to his ass. I, I was watching the Patriots get beat by the Denver Broncos again. He was already pissed off, got up, and I noticed the door handle moved down. I swung the door handle open, and this guy, wide-eyed, and he tried to force his way in. We fought in the hallway for 10 minutes. Now, everything I'm telling you is on security camera. The Rich Carlton in Miami. The <laughs> FBI has the videos. Right. While the police were arresting him, we got into another fight. Dang. Because he was smiling the whole time. <laughs> I'm telling you, I looked in the eyes of a killer. Yeah. 
that son of a bitch was a killer. I'm telling you, smiled the whole time. Mm. And then, and you hear kill Gil. They said, well, you just got out of jail. They wanted me to how much to make you go away. While I was in jail, they tried to poison my ass. And that very morning, Mm. they sent in a lawyer to see me. His name was Jared Broderick. When I asked me to take the 50 million, travel the world like an idiot, I said, stuff it. And then I remembered you're in jail, dummy. And then I turned around and I wrote a letter and I said, listen, they're going to try to kill me tonight. Now you tell me when you picked the day that they tried to kill you and they did. And Jared Broderick, I posted the letter. He confirmed the letter. You know what he says? I was to call the DEA. They didn't answer the phone and he never called again. He was there to see that they knew they were going to murder me that night. And I posted that, you know, we gave it to Aaron day and James O'Keefe. Mm. You didn't see that in the video anywhere. Did you? Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is going to be a hell of a series. I just want to live to see it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> series indeed. Wow. You've, you've have books worth of information. Yeah. Many, many movies. Uh, wow. Wow. Mike, it's, uh, absolutely incredible. Uh, this was, this was the best, um, interview I've, I've seen you do you really did a good job of uh just laying it all out very very smooth very succinctly uh very articulately i i, I just love this interview i think a lot of people are going to get a lot of out of this so where where do we where do you go from here what what is what is your plans what are your plans well i've got to keep being public i've got to yep. keep sharing do as many podcasts as possible here's the line in the sand Here's the battle. And I would ask people listening to this to share this. Get this out. The line in the sand is this. I've got to go viral one time. They've got to stop me every time. By going viral, we're affecting too many people. We're affecting Congress who might turn around and have to say, we've got to release this information. It may get Trump to move sooner than later. It may Flynn counter Flynn by having to come out with this evidence. James O'Keefe just had his chief of staff contact me and no, I'm not making any deals. So in other words, if we break out and we go viral, it's a genie they can't put back in the bottle. So that is my goal. My goal is we go viral and this is something that could go viral. Yeah. It's one of those things. Once people turn around and under and listen, it's simple questions about getting those names. Mm-hmm. It, they're starting to understand. I mean, people are turning around and saying, why are our borders open? You know, they're asking the right questions finally. Mm-hmm. So if we can go viral, I mean, we're sitting on history. Yeah, We're sitting on changing the future of our country. And if you don't think we're in war, we are. Yeah. And we are war, not corruption. This is what I want people to understand. You ready? This isn't just corruption, it's evil. It's evil that traffics children. Yeah. Ha- harvesting organs. Can you think of a hill you wouldn't stand on to die on beyond that? Yeah. I mean, we can send 18-year-old children to war and die for a cause. We can't do that ourselves and trade a lot less I'm 67 years old now, and these last 16 years is one year. 
of the same thing. I have no memories other than this. 24 hours a day, every second of the day, I'm doing this. Hmm. I am watching the chessboard. I'm seeing the moves. The same person who built the largest volume mortgage firm was the best handicapper in the world in thoroughbred racing and became the world champion. I have put a hundred times more effort into this than all of that to give us an opportunity one time to change history, change the outcome. And their overconfidence is their weakness. Their greed is their weakness. And their fear level, believe me, and why you see me confront the way I did, I needed you to see that they're more afraid of us than we are of them as long as we stand together. Do not think this is politics. Put all of that aside. This isn't prejudice. We all love our children. If we stand together all at once, we save our country. And, and we have an effect because the world sees us, and especially in the world in the turbulence that we're dealing with, even the threats of nuclear war. No one's telling you the truth about the Ukraine. How much is that to do with money laundering and corruption? Right. So as the world sees us as the beacon of freedom, so we all in each of us, it, it, it's not just me now. It's not just us here. You each all have a responsibility. And that's what I want to do. Share this. Get this out. We have to be through this together. I understand about being isolated and blocked and screened. And I can't have that happen again. Okay. All right, Mike. That was absolutely phenomenal. Everybody in the chat is saying you're a hero. They appreciate your work. Uh, we'll, we'll share this around. We'll share it big. We'll get it out there. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, talk it up to all the other uh, people that we know that uh, do shows and see if we can get you uh, on a lot more shows. It'll be good. So thanks a lot for your doing and, what you're doing. Okay, thanks. And just tell them I'm open to any time you want to talk. I'm open to talk again. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll get you out there. Okay. Yeah, thanks a lot, Mike. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality. Reality.